This week on the No More Late Fees podcast, we are joined by our TikTok mutual and great friend, Maria, to discuss the 2002 sports comedy drama, Bend It Like Beckham. But before we dive into this week's episode, we want to let our audience get to know Maria a little bit better. Welcome, Maria. Hello, Hi. welcome. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> We're so happy to have you. Yes. Big fan, huge fan. I love the early 2000s. This is going to be my jam. <laughs> so we've been mutuals for a while, but you have been giving us the day-to-day, minute-to-minute breakdown of Miss Marvel on Disney Plus, and you have been doing such an amazing job on it. Um, and your passion has just been seeping through my phone. Just, I, I, I was so energized. And one of the things Jackie and I really, really try to do is not only going and revisiting some of our favorite movies, but making sure from a cultural standpoint that we are really giving a lot of different voices the opportunity to speak on their favorite movies and give their perspectives because it's just so important and mm-hmm. it helps give us a totally different perspective than we would have thought when we saw the movie. So yeah. as soon as I saw you talking about Miss Marvel, I was like in your DMs, like, hey, I-, I knew I always wanted you to be on the show, but like that just clicked. Like we have to get a movie on here mm-hmm. that I knew that you would connect with. And so I was like, well, what do you want to do? When you said Bend It Like Beckham, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> this is the movie that like started representation in my opinion. Well, the one that I connected with most. I was like, oh my gosh, can we talk about it? But like when I realized like we could talk about it like back, I'm like, this would be perfect, especially with the Miss Marvel content with representation. It's like, it was like such a complete journey for me. So I was excited because I didn't know what movie you're going to pick. And at first I was like, well, I wasn't going to give you like a list of them, but I... I was like, if she picks Monsoon Wedding, I will cry. I'll be so happy. But I was like, okay, no, no, I'll just, I'll just, I'm not going to nudge her in a direction (laughs) that will make me, Mm -hmm. but Bend It Like Beckham was really, really exciting. But that movie, Monsoon Wedding was like, I didn't know you guys would be familiar with it. That's actually, I should have known that more people have seen it. I always just assume that many people have seen Monsoon Wedding. So it was the first movie for me personally, that made me even interested to like start Mm -hmm looking for more Indian movies Mm -hmm. uh, because even though it's an international movie it it was a foreign movie to me it felt very like I found a lot of pieces that connected with me yeah and then after the movie I got interested in figuring out who was behind it and then I found Mm -hmm. out that the director was a female and she had made some other amazing movies that I didn't realize the connection. Mm -hmm. And then when the namesake book came out and I read it and then I found out she directed it, I I was so excited. And there's not a lot of adaptations of books that do such a good job in the movie. And she did amazing. I'm so glad you brought up namesake because I was just talking to one of our, another South Asian creator and I don't know if the poet, but he brought up namesake to me recently. And it's the one movie I haven't seen. Because I was just thinking about like, I have to, because I have to catch up. There's a lot of, for example, Monsoon Wedding. I always assume it's like, oh, it's international. So like, that's why I've seen it. Because I'm, if you see my content, you know, I love Bollywood movies. And like, I'm a huge yeah. fan. So like, I've, I was like, oh, isn't it Bollywood technically? And I know that this was, Ben and I Beckham was released in British um, yeah. cinematography. So that's why I suggested it. But Namesake is the one movie that like I completely missed. Because it was not an interna- international release, right? I think it was a American or British release I think so I I don't think it was international I I do think I think you're right I think it was 
I want to say it was American, but it's called Penn is in it. Yeah, it's Mira, Mira Near, I believe is yeah, the director's yeah. name. Uh-huh. And one of my favorite actors of all time, Rafan Khan, is in it. So it's girl. Yeah. And yeah, he's, when he's I found that he passed away, I, yeah. I legit cried because I saw, oh, what's the movie about? It's the, it came out like 2018 about oh. the lunch. They were, yeah. what is it called? The lunch. I was thinking about the tiger one, but there is a lunch. One. Oh, Life of Pi. Yeah, yes. Life of Pi. But he yes. He, I've seen, oh my gosh. I, he's one of my favorite actors and finding out he was sick and passed was very hard. So but sad. And a talented actor. if you watch The Namesake, you will love him even more. I can't, yeah, I completely yeah. believe that. <laughs> I, I highly recommend reading the book too, because it's okay. super, super good. Yeah. yeah. I, I kind of, it's one of those things like I came out, I guess I might have been busy when I was in school. So I completely missed it. And now like it literally came on my radar literally today. Because I was like looking up old movies from like, you know, the to that. And I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, this happened. That happens. Jackie, have you, have you seen The Namesake? I have Because I highly recommend. That is such a, such a good movie. And it's, it's definitely one of those immigrant first generation movies where it's culture class clash. Mm-hmm. It's just a sweet, sweet movie. And then I think for you and I, especially it will, it resonates because of our relationship with our dads. Mm-hmm. It's a very good movie, but I'll have to check it out. Yeah, no. Yeah. I think it's a powerful it's, trailer too. The trailer itself is just, it gets it's, your feelings. I feel like I'm going to watch it sometime this weekend. Now. Yeah. I, I, I ha- it's the, it seems like destined for me to watch it as well. But speaking of you, you know, obviously being busy and studying, you are in medical school. Yeah. So this is like my little fun journey. If you need me to do intro, I, (laughs) everyone always was like, wait, are you, you're in school? I'm like, yeah, (laughs) I finished medical school like in 2020, but I have to get a licensing to be licensed and then apply to residency. So that is what I'm working on. You know, I've always loved TV and media and like very involved in fandoms. And I've always just loved talking about it and especially representation and so TikTok just gave me this like outlet to do it. And then more people wanted to hear me. And then I met a lot of key, awesome people like you guys to do it with. So yeah, I always loved, I wanted to, I've always written on my own, but being able to like talk about like just being a fangirl essentially with all of this is how I got started and I'm exploring it more. But yeah, I've also wanted to like go into a section of medicine that would help and give back in a way that helps mental health and helps the culture as well, not only for the female um, health, but mental health as well. So kind of tie it all back. I think media can be great for therapy as well. So it's just, it's a great way to see yourself and see like things that we can't talk about sometimes. Like Miss Marvel definitely did that. And it was beautiful to see that media could be doing that. Everyone deserves to see themselves in, yes. on the screen. And this is why, like, representation of every race, religion, culture, like, label, like, mm-hmm. you know, for Western word, words, is important because, like, everyone should see themselves so they can identify them with them. And as someone who's always escaped to television and escaped to these, like, fan, you know, medieval worlds and that, like, fa- like, fake realities of the MCU or Game of Thrones or Harry Potter, it's just, it's nice to finally like be like oh even in my escapism I can see myself and exist and it's nice exactly yeah really important and I think that's why people are gravitating so much to TikTok too because it 
you know, I think when YouTube came out, people were like, this is authentically you, right? But it mm-hmm. still felt manufactured and Instagram was manufactured and Facebook was, you know, weird. Yeah. It still <laughs> is, but TikTok gives you a feeling like I'm not alone and mm-hmm. these weird things that I like or feel or things that I do, there are people who want to hear about it, who want to talk about it, who want to engage with you. There's a lot of diversity for topics. So you could talk about anything and like, you'll find an audience. Um, and I think that's why I got started with TikTok. Cause the story is funny. Cause like I, I made, I, I love the show called the good place. I don't know if you guys have seen mm-hmm. it. Yeah. <laughs> we, we stand Kristen Bell here. Yeah. I love that. Hardcore. Whole that whole, like, I love Kristen Bell, but that cast has my heart. And yes, with Dahani or Jamila coming on She Hulk, I'm just so excited. But I just made one video about the, the Good Place. Like, I think I had one video up on TikTok. I made my best friend a video about the Good Place, so she was watching it. And like, I got so many followers, and people being like, "You like the Good Place? We're on the Good Place TikTok." And I'm like, "People like the Good Place? What?" <laughs> was so excited to talk about the good place and it's just it's so crazy that like you talk about soap operas or the good place or like some niche show that you think no one watches and you will find that audience somehow I still can't get over the fact that people wanted to hear me talk about Miss Marvel because I'm literally just sitting here talking about like oh my god my family family and I did this this happened to me I'm like and I just people wanting to hear it and being like no say more and I'm like really it's it's just it's incredible and like being able to use what my interests are which is like I wanted to always like help and connect my community to South Asian culture with connection and understanding because we've gone through so much right and this one yeah. will show that and this is like how do you start that conversation when we don't even have like a platform to, to begin it on mm-hmm. I was going to do that through medicine and like therapy and because I thought I was like okay it helped me a lot by you know using my tools to self-therapize myself I'll do that <laughs> people and then TikTok like gave me a platform and I'm like you know what let me just try it on here and like I just published an article that I'm really excited about, about like South Asian Muslim female creators and us connecting and like identifying with each other and like just building community. And it's just, I hope that reaches more BIPOC creators and more female creators. And just, it just continues to like help us heal and like go through things that we probably didn't know we connected on and experienced together. I, do you want to play a game really quick? Of before? Course, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so quickly, it was just, you know, the No, no, <laughs> perfect. Like, yeah. don't worry about it. We are doing great. So Jackie's going to do a this or that. And since okay. we're doing Bennett like Beckham, we okay. are doing female sports movies. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm so bad at sports. I, even though I played. So this will be oh, you fit right at home. Mm-hmm. Hi, Nick. Yes. If yes. our friend Nick is listening, he Hi, knows. Nick. That we're horrible with sports movies. So he's probably clenching his pearls right now. <laughs> like not another sports movie. <laughs> and one I know very little about. <laughs> so. I'll be surprised if I recognize it. I'll be impressed with myself if I can recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, our first this or that. She's the man or oh. ice princess. Oh, she's the man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie that is such a good movie it is and and there's sports there too I know there's sports yes Amanda Bynes at her peak like Uh, 100% that queen we really do yeah it's like a great rewatchable movie too it's like a good feel good movie our next one a league of their own versus offside a league of their own (laughs) (laughs) I love that movie are you gonna watch the new show on Amazon Yes, Janet Darcy is in it. Yes, I'm not a. I'm not a girl. 
Yeah. Yeah, she has. And I think Darcy is like so talented. So I've been anticipating her like next project. So when I found out it was a League of Their Own, I'm blanking on the character, the main character of a League of Their Own that is like a female icon. Um, Gina Davis. Yes, I love Gina Davis. So I'm really hoping that Darcy plays Gina Davis's character. <laughs> but I'm so excited for the show. I'm excited for Darcy and I love a League of Their Own. It's a great Tom Hanks movie too. It is. It is. Yeah. Our next one, Girl Fight or Million Dollar Baby? I haven't seen a girl. I don't. I don't think I recognize a girl fight. So I guess it's like, one. Of, it's like Michelle Rodriguez's breakout role, and she plays a boxer. Highly recommend you watch that one. Yeah, actually, I've never heard of this one. I would say a million dollar baby because you know Hillary Swank. But I haven't heard of girl fights, so and I'm interested. Next up, Little Giants or the Long Shots. Little Giants. <laughs> long Shots was a long shot. <laughs> I don't think I've seen it. So. That is, I think, came out 2006, and it's Kiki Palmer and Ice Cube, and she, her dad is like her coach, and she's oh, she plays quarterback I that um, was a on a football. Dream. Okay, okay, that was a real, <laughs> that was a real one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Up next, switching goals or ladybugs. Switching goals to Mary Kay and Alston. It sure is. It has to be. I was doing a live earlier. We were talking about the Mary Kay and Alston movies and how they had like such an impact on our life growing up because I one of my best friends, every birthday, she showed the movie that came out that year for the Mary Kay and Alston. (laughs) I had a sleepover dedicated to their sleepover movie. So (laughs) it had a profound impact on my life. (laughs) Next, double teamed or butter crossed? decoms baby yeah oh no i don't know oh my god okay i guess <laughs> motocross i don't know I do double, team. <laughs> I double team was always weird to me because like i know those bitches aren't twins in real life like yeah. who are you trying to fool yeah i think that the whole narrative that it was a real story kind of threw me off motocross was like the original she's the man right like exactly was, yeah and I love that concept. I love that switching concept. Love and basketball or blue crush? Love and basketball. Hands down. No questions asked. That movie is everything. Blue crush is great. But not love and basketball. It's just I not just, terrible. I, and right. our last, this or that, stick it or bring it on. Oh. I which really was like both it. written by the same woman, which is yeah. crazy. I love Stick It. I, I know that it's like an underrated movie, but I guess Bring It On is more important. Like, social. Like, oh. It's just better. Let's not lie. Yeah, yeah, it is a little <laughs> bit. Stick It lost me towards the end. Bring It On is also just such a cultural impact. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. So I have to say Bring It On because of, it's for the culture. Like, there is, and like, I love when people dissect it more now. Like, I don't know if you've seen the TikToks where people are like, it's about cultural appropriation. And I'm just like, yes, let's keep talking about Bring It On. <laughs> yes. Getting into the theory of this movie because it is. It is a very like, it's a thought provoking movie. Mm-hmm. It was cheerleading, but it's more about cheer, more than cheerleading. Yeah, it that movie does more for cultural appropriation than even movies now or any yeah. of the things that we're talking about now. I, and, I can't even think of a movie that has a theme of cultural appropriation like Bring It On. And it does it so seamlessly, so much so that we were watching it, rooting for it, and even now we're still pulling back layers. It so good. Can't wait till we do that one. Yeah, I'll be, I, I can't wait to hear you guys do it. <laughs> I, we have our short list of like really <laughs> iconic movies from our time period. Uh-huh. And Danielle's like, not yet. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, not ready. Prepared. 
No, I'm right, not right. mentally prepared for this. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just, it feels like once we do it, it's over, you know, like it's, oh, yeah. And there's so many movies for us to touch on. I just know there's going to be a moment where the, the, the clouds part and it's like, it's time. It's, that's when I'll know. <laughs> it's like the, the Lion King moment. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because like, I felt that way about Ben and like Beckham because I knew I wanted to compare because I've been doing this whole like dive into like BIPOC and South Asian representation since Miss Marvel. And I knew Ben and like Beckham was going to be my last movie. But at the same time, like this opened more doors. So like, you never know. It could be like, it's over, but at the same time, it's only just begun. So. Yes. Yeah. Because one of the things that actually does get me really excited is that there are so many movies that Jackie and I have that are like our movies, our favorite movies, and that we know about. We have a pretty, collectively, we have a pretty wide range of knowing mm-hmm. about, about a, bunch of, a bunch of movies. But when we really think about it, there are so many movies that came out at that time that we don't even know about because they were international movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, true, true. That was yeah that's very very that so it's almost like we have this time capsule of really probably even cooler movies that we don't even know about Mm -hmm. that I keep on discovering more like when we did this movie I saw that there was this other movie that came out in like 99 that was a British movie about an Indian family in the 70s and I was like now I gotta go watch that one because it seemed really cool you know when I was watching this there was another movie I cannot remember what it's called but yeah I know exactly what you mean and what you mean and like speaking for international speaking this is the peak of Bollywood in my opinion like this was when Bollywood wasn't its best so like and if you love romantic comedies definitely would say check out so many but that's why I love then like Becca had to you know get ahead of ourselves but like it had like a lot of nuances of like Bollywood and stuff I grew up with with still existing outside of the market so that felt so tied with the time that it came out yeah for both (laughs) industries so um it's it's funny, it's funny you say that because like so you're saying at that time it was like the best Bollywood was at that time. It also was I guess the, that, sorry, I guess I'm a little biased because I also was growing up at the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I feel the same way, but I also feel like it was a renaissance for black movies at that time too. Like yeah, I when I try to go back in the earlier nineties, a lot of the black movies were very, you know, violent and and we didn't get like rom-coms and mm-hmm. just black people being black people and existing without yeah. black trauma. So I was, I just think maybe during that time, it was just, it was great. We saw, I think we saw more diversity in that time period mm-hmm. for some reason. And then it just like, I believe that died. because I feel like now movies are a little, they're trying to do a message and they're trying to do a lot more effort, which I appreciate, but during that time they could just exist. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think that's why a lot of stories could just exist. So I can yeah. see that for sure, especially like when it comes to like love stories and like other types of positions for BIPOC characters. So yeah. Well, why don't you tell everybody your TikTok handle so that they can follow along and get to see your videos? Yes. So I'm mostly on TikTok. My name is Call Me by this name Maria. It's a mouthful. Once you find me, I have a link tree with all my other socials. I just started on Instagram under another name, but the link tree will get you there. And I'm on Twitter and on writing on Nerd Initiative. I do everything with TV and fandoms, but I really love deep diving into theory and overanalyzing movies and TV. And I love talking about the representation. And right now I'm like in a very South Asian, Muslim, Pakistani, female kick. So I hope you enjoy that. <laughs> 
We do. We definitely do. And you guys should check her out. And if you haven't watched Miss Marvel, definitely should because it it is like everything that you love about Spider-Man being that neighborhood kid learning about his powers, you get to see that in Kamala's whole experience and it's just fun and me being a New Yorker and seeing her being in Jersey yeah. City it's just yeah. like even more beautiful I call her the Spider-Man of Jersey like it's yeah. just- <laughs> <laughs> he has New York she has Jersey they got it completely taken care of yes I love it we're gonna have yeah. a young Avenger in every borough and every city yeah. by the time the MCU yeah. is done <laughs> and as always you guys can check us out at no more late fees on tiktok instagram twitter facebook youtube and stay tuned for our bend it like beckham episode with maria later this week and as always be kind and rewind